You know what I love? What do you love, Will? I love Travis Head, which is why it shits me he was not picked in the first test match. That is some of the most blasphemous things to do. Well, I don't understand. This man was coming off. He got man of the series against West Indies. He should have got man of the series against uh, South Africa instead of Davey Warner. He got the same amount of runs. And he took, like, a couple wickets as well. I don't, I don't understand it. He was our best player over the summer. And then we decide, no, nah, we don't, we don't need him to 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 play India in India. They say he can't yeah. make runs in India, but how is he going to make runs if he's not picked? Exactly, exactly. Oh, silly. And then you had what David Warner one, uh, Renshaw <laughs> zero, Peter Hanscom did a right, he got thirty one, and then it was a uh, it was it was a shit show. Yeah, it was was, was it was it why was there um what was the reasoning for them not to do it? Was it because he has a, a bad record there or some something? I think it was because he played badly in Pakistan. Um uh, yeah, it's got a bad okay. bad record in the subcontinent. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he proved that he should be given a chance by being Australia's best player. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, and the other thing is that, like, they gave Renshaw a bowl as well. I think that the other thing they regretted is only going with two, like, actual spinners in the first test because India had um, Jadeja, Patel, and Ashwin, and they cleaned up, like, uh, Australia in the first innings. And I think Australia really just missed having a third spinner, even even if it was just Travis coming into the bowl. He still would have done a better job than Renshaw, you'd have to imagine. Yeah, like his offies were looking good and on the Aussie pitches, like take that to India. Um I mean now that I mean we did have our boy Todd Murphy get seven wickets on debut though. So that was I guess one kind of shining light uh in that match. Mm. Poor Ashenegar though, being leapfrogged, losing all his confidence. Not not just by Todd Murphy, but by Kuhneman as well. Like we could have used his batting, I reckon, down the lower order, because Nathan Lyon batting at nine for the rest of nine nine for the rest of the mm. season series. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just not it. Not gonna lie, I did not know who that bloke was before this test. No one knew who he was. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing that they were saying with Agar in Sydney is that I think. That they've changed his uh oh sorry he's changed his his bowling too much to adjust a white ball format, which is why I mean he's become one of Australia's best like white ball spinners, but now he's uh it's affected his red ball game so and to be fair he he really didn't bowl well in Sydney, so uh, uh I think it was fair enough not not going with him and going with a guy like Kuhneman. Now I I reckon this guy was even picked in the squad. I would have loved to see my boy Adam Zampa. Roll the arm over in India, or at least mm. maybe if he didn't play, just be picked in the squad. You know, um, I know he's a bit more of like a white ball player, but I think you know, give him a chance. At least put him in the squad because you never know. Like Todd Murphy, a bit of a diamond in the rough. Adam Zampa, proven he can play for the Aussies. He's bowled against these 
these guys before. So I think that would have been cool. I don't reckon our main problem in India, though, was our spin bowling. Like, Kuhneman and Todd Murphy, mm-hmm. they were fine. They showed that Nathan Lyon, he's almost replaceable. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, it was it was our batting that was the main problem, though. Like, who who really made runs? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, we had we had Kawaja in that last match. He made a hundred and eighty odd. We had we had T Head make ninety. I was watching that. I was watching when he got out actually, and uh, I was not happy. Not a happy man. Jumped off from the couch. Um, but then other than that, I don't really know who scored us runs. Maybe Peter Hanscom, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, I've got it up here. So Kawaja led both teams in run scoring. So he had 333 runs across the series at an average of 47. And then Virat was second at 297. So Kawaja was the only person to crack 300 runs for the entire test, for four test series. Only one player made 300 runs. So I don't think it was only Australia's bang that was the problem. It was probably more to do with the like pitches themselves and mm-hmm. just not being batter friendly in general until that last test. Um, so there was Coley, then Akshar Patel. Uh, uh, then Manus was second for the Aussies. Travis was third highest run scorer for the Aussies. He had 235 runs at an average of 47. And that's and what then, playing three matches. Yeah, exactly. So Trav did really well, actually. I think would have uh, been really good for his confidence. That being said, that included his top score of 90, which was on an absolute road. Um, in the yeah, last all, test. all so, of those last scores in the last test i'm not sure how how much they should count toward the overall like run scoring of the series it was like a bit of a road coley ground his way to that score like i feel like kawaja deserved to get some runs but i don't think Mm -hmm. i think the last test sort of skews the numbers a little bit yeah especially when all the other pitches were like corrugated iron but i want to get back to the point of like uh, I think Sam said, like, the confidence with Trav Head, like, imagine, I mean, you don't have to imagine because it happened, but you play, like, one of your best series ever, fully expecting to get picked, you finally cemented yourself, you're like, yourself into the side, you get dropped, that's going to just whack your confidence. So then, in that second test, he's not thinking about playing good shots, or he probably, well, he is. But he, in the back of his mind, he's always he's just thinking about, I need to keep my spot now. I'm under the pump, which I think we all know in any sport, when you're thinking like that, you're not going to play at your best. So then to average 47 runs for the rest of the innings, I think is just a testament to how, how good of a batsman he actually is and how he, how he flies under the radar. Yeah, definitely. Particularly with the style of batsman that he is, like he needs confidence to... Like go out and play shots. Confidence player. And that's that's how he makes his run. So like if you're gonna whack his confidence like that, it's it's a good stro- show of mental strength from Trav to come back from that. And he'll be pretty confident going into England. Thoughts on Steve Smith not having a ball? Yeah, that's have... why he was in the team originally, right? Well, I don't I don't I don't have thoughts on Steve Smith not having a ball. I got thoughts on how Steve Smith should be should be captain of the Australian team. Get rid of this bum ass Paddy Cummins type bloke. Agreed. Uh, that's tough for for Paddy Cummins. He's gonna be crying tonight, Gartner, after you. Yeah, I know. After you said that to him. Yeah, he's. 
That's right. He 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 can take Our it. Condolences to the okay. the Cummins family. The Cummins family, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But man, oh, Steve Smith is captain. It it just looks right. It feels right. The I mean, you had the commentator say you 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 can see it as well. The players look like they have an extra spring in their step. Bring them back. He put puts that nervous energy into good use. Oh yeah, baby. He's a He's a leader. He's a he. He's that guy. Yeah. So, India made the third test. Like, uh, the pitch was uh, really bowler dominant. Both teams got bowled out within three days. So I think to, um, like get around that they made it just an absolute road for the fourth pitch, and maybe they did that deliberately to secure the draw so they could get into the world final, the world test final. Um. So. Series finished two one, Aussies lose. Uh, draw in the last match, but it sets up an India Australia Test World Cup final. I think that's what it's called. I'm not sure. Uh, is it is it is it at Lords? Yeah, yeah, it's at Lords. I thought it were, I thought um, it was at the Oval instead of Lords. One of them. Oh, maybe it is wrong. Yeah. Anyway, Sammy. it's in England. It would be interesting. How much do we care about the World Test Championship, particularly compared to the Ashes? Um, I'm not sure. I reckon. I think I think it's a pretty good one to win. I think it's fairly new, so it might not have like. It might not have like the the weight to it if you win it like a World Cup, um, or the Ashes, but I think I think in time, it's gonna be a a comp that you're really gonna want to win. Because it it's it's a competition that uh, shows how you can it's it's, a, it's about sustaining excellence over a long period of time, which I think is pretty unique in like this comp, not just in cricket but all sport. Because each each sport has its own season that you win or whatever. Or World Cup is this little period of time every couple years, but this is over what like three, four, five years, um, playing lots of matches. Uh, lots of things change and happen. So to win this, I think, is I think it's up there with the Ashes. To be honest, um, what well, will be in the future at least. So yeah, and in England, there's so many Indian expats as well. It'll feel like a home game for them. I mean, the ICC stands for the I and the ICC stands for India as well. So yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think there was no doubt that there were if endure a chance of making it they were they were going to get all the way um so i think does that does that summarize our a little a little cricket a little cricket segment yeah definitely i think probably just the uh, main thing being head not playing in the first test probably cost them does will try and have series, anything but... to add no it's just will. Will, do you have anything to add? He's just going after Anthony's food. Pran needs a month. Do you do you have anything to add about the uh India versus um the India versus Australia? The cricket the cricket series. I mean we'll beat them in England, that's what matters. Yes, I like that from you. We'll beat them in England, that's what matters at the Oval. In June 18th, we'll beat them. I'm surprised he knows that, to be honest. Yeah, that's a lot of facts in one sentence. Yeah, that was a lot of facts in one sentence. 
My Uzi's going to get a fucking sample. Mm-hmm. Right? Virat Kohli. He's going to get a bowl out for one. And he gets a first split or the keeper. Whoever decides to die for it. Uh, I was going to say as well, just before we move on, uh, I can... The the listeners can't see this, but James Edwards, he's got a bit of a Mitchell Johnson thing going on, I reckon. Uh, yeah. the mullet. <laughs> he's got the mullet going as well. and That's a good comparison, he's got, he's got, like, two beers in hand as well. So, yeah, man, I think, I think, I think, um, I personally think... Oh, no, the back one's fucked it. I personally think Gaz is going to get a fight. Very early call. Get, get over the front door. Noise, Gary. <laughs> oh, actual real quick, who got man of the series? Could have been. It was an um, Indian cow. I know that for sure. It was Ashwin and Jadeja, sure. Yeah, one of those. Two. Honestly, could have been any of Ashwin, Patel, or Jadeja, to be honest. <clears throat> You're not going to be able to put in fucking three spinners in the, the Oval Candy. So you go fuck off. <laughs> That's good analysis. There's no way they can bowl three spinners at the fucking at the fucking open. No way in hell. <laughs> Will Tran has bowl knowledge. He does even... that. That's a, that's some serious bowl knowledge right there. Mate, I'm gonna see. You. I'm telling you, my brother has the knowledge. Mate, fucking great. Dude, that guy is gonna think that he can build the new bowl out, and he's just gonna build it up to the fucking sky and get caught. I'll, I'll give them some credit. I think Gil will play decent innings. But Uzi, Uzi's going to take over. I'm telling you that much now. Uh, he's already taken over. He's going to be pissed off as well. Steve Smith will get some nick for 12, I'm telling you. Oh, but he always plays well in England, though, so actually, I don't know, I don't know about that one. But he just hasn't been on form. But, but Minus broke out in England. What? Minus had his breakout in England. I know, exactly. Yeah, what, what I'm saying is that, as well, is that we're fucking England in the ashes. That's what I'm saying. England had no chance. They just lost to Bangladesh. Rather than just T20. <laughs> and they still fucking lost to Bangladesh. All right, and that takes us to round one of the AFL. I don't, Very excited. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to do this. Um, just, just before we get to thing. a couple of the games. John Morant is the best player in the NBA. <laughs> he's, he's, the in best the NBA? Hey, he's the best shooter. He's the best shooter of all time. That prison starting five with Miles Bridges is going to be something else, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a lethal, that's a lethal front court. No, 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 no. no. Most certainly it's a lethal John Morant, mate. Which performance do you reckon was better at all time? Him or Gilbert Arenas? <laughs> you know, James, James, James. Yes. You know, as as our great rapper 21 Savage said, <laughs> lock in my lap everywhere I'm strapped. <laughs> <laughs> and as Drake right. said, it's getting real oppy outside. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do uh, I see a little human meatball right here, Dion Prestia? Don't see a little human meatball right here. Uh, well, with 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 the human meatball in mind, who do we reckon? Ooh, nice segue. Yeah, I thought that was nice. Who do we reckon are the players ready to explode in season twenty twenty three? 
for mine, I reckon Nick oh. Blakey from the Swans, the the lizard, he's gonna do bits. He he, I'll tell you what. I don't want to sound biased at all, but this man, this man is a unicorn. 194 centimeters, like 100 kilos, lightning quick. There is not a similar player to him in the league. He's getting better and better. Decision-making went up last year. I think he's going to explode this year. And then I've also got Hayden Young from Flag Mantle. Um, he's, he's a bit newer. He's a bit newer to the league. I think he's going to become a really good rebounder, intercepted defender, or a better one for Frio. Um, yeah, their, their defense is very, very strong. Um, and I think he's going to go a long way in helping them push for top four this year. Yeah, no. Because he's my mate, I'm saying Dylan Stevens for the Swans, because he's my mate, so I'm saying Dylan Stevens for the Swans. Yeah, I love Dill. Yeah, because he's my mate. Oh, yeah, he... right, has Nick Blakey already reached his ceiling though? Like, no, I feel like absolutely he was, he was, not. He was decent last year, but he's, he's not like a gonna carry your team or anything. No, no, he's not gonna carry your team. He's not gonna be like your big, he, like your big. He's already good though. Yeah, he's good, but he he's got another gear to go to. You watch out, Benny. This man's gonna take. He he's he's a sneaky all Australian squad selection. I'm gonna go squad, maybe not not team. But just watch him. The Lizard. All right, we'll watch out for Horn Francis, mate. No bias here either. No, he's back home. Got his, got his mum looking after him. <laughs> cooking his meals for him. They're cooking his meals. Driving him to training. <laughs> Good for his mental health. No ice baths at Port either. Why well, there'll be ice baths. There'll be ice baths. Don't worry. He won't be doing them, though. They'll be, like, lukewarm. His mum will heat it up for him. But nah, back home, got his family, his friends. He's he settled here. Everyone saw what he did for South Adelaide. First overall pick for a reason. Signed a long deal. Going to be getting more midfield minutes. He's already a big body. He's thrown people around preseason. He chases hard. He kicks well. Nothing more to say. I reckon all Australian squad if Port get top five. Uh, top. Hey, he had some pretty good moments at North, not consistent moments, but if he can make them more consistent, then I reckon what I reckon watch out. And then a second preseason under his belt now, he could be. Well, be. this is probably his first preseason, realistically. Did oh yeah, probably came in halfway through last year. Hey, yeah, but like, well, I said, and he was at North. <laughs> you know what was wrong with him? Paul get it one look at him and they go, it's it's fucked. They send him off for surgery. He's come back. Now he's got no pain in his knees as well. North completely misdiagnosed him. He was playing with pain in his knees. So he's fit. He's healthy pre-season. We're going to get a big, strong-looking Hornet. Absolutely. Benny, Benny, who's who's your projected player to explode? Take the season oh, by your Tim Taranto pick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it has to be Timothy your name, Taranto, Taranto. My man. Brownlow season for him. He's going to solidify himself at the top of the comp with the best of the best. And yeah, you guys, you guys haven't seen anything yet from him. No, you said, you said something a bit before we, we came on about 
comparing him to Isaac Heaney. What what was that? What was going on there? Yeah, I don't know if you've seen pictures of Timothy, but he makes Isaac Heaney look like a small child. <laughs> I, I have seen photos. He's his father. Me, but he's he's nothing compared to Isaac Heaney. I don't know. Once those Brownlow votes start rolling in, I think you'll change your tune a little bit. Yeah, all right. I'll, yeah, okay. Well, I hope he does play well because he's in my super coach team. But yeah, he I'm pretty sure he's in everyone's super coach team. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I'm currently changing my super coach team. He's 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 he likes what you've said, Benny. He's he's locking Toronto in the forward line, as oh, he should. Why wouldn't you want a Brownlow medalist? Especially now he's in Melbourne, he's going to get that media bias. Exactly, he's got the shoulder, the shoulders strapped, the beautiful tan. He's going to be noticed by the umpires. I want to say this one one thing about Taranto though. So I'll, I'll get a bit more into this when we talk about the when we preview the Carlton Richmond match. But I think the one, the one weakness or thing. He ne- he might he may need to work on, and may not really benefit that Richmond side with is speed. He's not he's not the fastest. Um, he's a bit more of your like more common midfielder. So I think he's he's got enough speed around him though, and he's not like slow. Like you'll have Shy Bolton running through the midfield with him as well, who's yeah. a bit, a bit more of an outside hurt Richmond. What was that? So I said I, I don't think it'll hurt Richmond. Yeah. I don't think that's the. I think what he what he brings with his ability to get the inside ball will outweigh the fact that he's slow when you've got Shy Bolton with him. Yeah, exactly. He can kick a few goals as well. He can tackle hard. He's a two way player. My man. Your man. He's into got another game. on his face. He's probably got photos of him on up at his wall, shirtless. He's just looking at. Absolutely. It's actually wallpaper. It's not just Oh, photos. yeah, yeah. I like that. Surrounds the whole wall. Are we talking about Tim Tarano's abs? Yes, we are. Yes, yes. I There's just many have of to them. Look, good, I good did just have to look it up. <laughs> he, he's an inspiration for us all, isn't he, Anthony? Oh, a big one. Big inspiration. <laughs> who, uh, who, who do you reckon is going to rip the rip the horns off 2023, Sammy? Um, bit of a more unique one, I think. Max Holmes from Geelong, really? a really big preseason. I think he's got a villain arc, or sorry, a, a revenge arc, having missed the grand final last year with injury. What a bum. He's already an elite runner at the AFL level, and uh, I've heard he's gotten a bit bigger, and he's going to get some run through um, the centre bounces now as well. So I think he's going to have a really big year. And I think it'll be a pivotal for Geelong if they want to um, keep their premiership window open. Mate, their premiership window is open, bro. They just came off a flag. Yeah, yeah. But if they want to keep it going, they're an old side. And I think he's going to be key to them being able to like keep it open for the future years. Do you like him better than Tanner Bruin? Yeah, well, I like him. I like them both. Um Bruins uh, had some good reviews from um, his teammates in preseason. I think Jeremy Cameron um, said that he's been playing really well through the midfield. So he's another one to keep an eye on. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing both of them. 
both of them play, they're going to be really good for Geelong. Um, not just now, but I think they're really good future investments for them as well. I reckon Tanner will be a bit like uh, what Jai Caldwell did at the start of last year for Essendon. Move from JWS. He's a little bit undersized, but he's a hard competitor. Wins yeah, the footy, absolutely. uses it well. How about you, Tran? Who do you have your eye on in 2023? You you really think I know who I have an eye on? He's got his aunt in Toronto, that's who. I thought I thought you were gonna say a man by the name of nah, nah, you know, you know, Tim yes, Woody. Yes. yes, I was about to say that. Um you know, what a man, you know. <laughs> what can you say about him? <laughs> um he has the same name as me, firstly. Um, <laughs> secondly, you know, coming back from retirement, you know, that's the that's that's the that's the big one there. He he fueled up in his retirement, had a couple of beers, you know, had big meals, you know, went on holiday. He's all relaxed, he's all fueled up, you know, he's ready to go. He's had a well well deserved rest and now he can Well come deserved. Back. He's gonna be chasing people down left, right and centre. Yeah. Oh, you, look, you, you, you look pretty similar as well, so. Yeah, I'd say so as well. Yeah. <laughs> similar Maybe explosiveness. The Maybe the hair's a bit different, but aside from that, everything else is pretty similar. I agree. I completely agree, to be honest. Yeah. So you just got to get me a jersey and there we go. You know? Mate, if you put an Essendon top on, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to sneak into the team photo. All right, next topic we're going into, we are going into the first game of the season. The Richmond Tigers versus the Carlton Blues. <clears throat> Let's get into it. Sam, kick us off. You've always got something to say. All right, so um, the thing that I'm going to find most interesting about this game is Toby Nankervis versus Tom DeConing in the rock battle. Obviously, it's going to be a big contest with their mids. Um, especially at the centre bounces. You're going to have Cripps and Taranto going against each other, Hewitt and um, Hopper. So I think whoever wins that rock battle is going to give the, and give their mids the first run of the ball is going to be um, really pivotal in this matchup. Oh, and it's really interesting that the Blues have gone with DeConing as a sole ruckman. They've left out Pitane. So it's going to be... Is that a be... choice or was he injured? Injured. Uh, I think it was a choice. No, so I think Toby's going to have a bit of a feast in that contest. But um, and I think that's going to swing the momentum of Richmond's away. No, Pitonet's injured. I think it was a knee. How long is he out for? I'm not sure. I thought on AFL 360, though, they said he was only short-term. Colton have a very, very unhealthy list to start the season. Not as bad as them Saints, though. No, and I think Nankervis absolutely cooks the hell out of DeConig. No disrespect to DeConig. He's, he's going to eat him. He's going to eat him. This is a great rap, so I'm, You know who's going to benefit from that? Who? Tim Taranto. He will. Three um, votes straight up. I'll tell you what I reckon, all right? So, I don't see... So, who, who, who do Richmond have down back? They've got... They've got... They've got Alter. The big Alter, guys, Alter Rimes, and Grant. And... Um, Liam Baker, he's Boston. No, no, I'm talking about the big, the big dudes. Cause uh, no Gibkiss. I, I don't see yeah, no Gibkiss, no, no, he's no injured. Robbie Tarrant, which I think Rich, some Richmond fans would be relieved by. 
But I don't see who's going to stop the two big gorillas of Harry Mackay and Charlie Kerno. I think to get there just so... Like 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 Hawkins and Cameron, one's going to work up the ground, one's going to stay back, or they're both going to stay back, in which case they'll spread the ground. They're not covering both of them. I think that's the key for the Blues, and that's going through them. That's how they're going to... If if they were to win, that's how they're going to beat Richmond. Yeah, I, I agree. That was a mistake. Um, I think the Bolter will probably match up well on one of them, but We've lost in Nathan Broad and uh, Dylan Grimes aren't really, they're not really one-on-one, like real big defenders. So I think if you're putting Bolter on um, uh, on Mackay, I don't really know who who gets the job on Kerner. And I don't think they would be able to do it as good a job as they might want. Yeah. But then if I... you look at the other end of the ground, you've got Tommy Lynch, probably playing on well, waitering, probably playing on Tommy Lynch. And you probably got Young on an expiring on an expiring Jack. Um I don't think Jack will have too much influence on the game to be honest. Um he uh, he might do some good things, but he's he's not the Jack of old. So I think I think defensively Carlton match up pretty well with him to be honest. Um and I'm excited to see debutants Lockie Cowan and uh, Ollie Hollands, but also the return of James Talent's man, who's not on the pod today, Ed Kerno. Underrated Ed Kerno. Does his role. Out for a season. He's hungry. He's playing with his brother again. He could, he could, he could be a cheeky pod in the fantasy if he can stay healthy. Probably like not. Like he doesn't have the ceiling. Yeah. He's no. a good player. Do you reckon he's had a better career than Charlie Kerner so far? No, no. Charlie coming. No, off. Charlie's been so injured though. He, he's what he won a Coleman though. He's yeah, he's won a Coleman medal. I suppose he's in, Ed, Ed Kerner's been a consistent contributor for Carlton though. Like, do you think they've been able to run the dark times? Do you think the Blues picked Kerner in case they need to give uh, someone a run with role on Toronto? Oh, maybe. Well, that'd be a wise He's idea. A tagger, isn't he? But mm. George Hewitt can tag as well. So yeah, George Hewitt's I, a good tagger. He's a yeah, he's a pretty good two-way player. So I don't, I, I don't think so. They'll just let them play head to head. Yeah, exactly. If they need to, they can, <clears throat> they can tag. But I don't think it'll be. I don't think they brought him in for that reason. Who's your tip, James? I'm um, I'm going. Just because no pit in it, I reckon Nankervis feasts. I reckon Richmond by 15. I like it. Yeah, I just, right. I, this is too much. There's no way Colton will be getting first look. Richmond's got the, the I don't know, I maybe not the superior midfield, but I reckon they'll be getting first look all game. So I can be getting it out of the middle quite a bit. I feel like they've got a point to prove as well. Like... I think they'd be coming into the season feeling like they're being a bit underrated after all the success that they've had. They're not like being discussed at the top top of the ladder. Who's that? Is that Richmond? Richmond, yeah. They've got a they got a bit of a point to prove. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think Richmond will be about the same as last year. Maybe improve a bit. I'm going Blues by 17. James Town's smiling somewhere right now. He is smiling. I think I'm going to agree with James and back him up. I think Richmond probably, with Nankovic giving them the um the first run, I think they're going to get a, a win in a close game. All right, interesting. Um. Now, I reckon we'll go through the other games real quick. Let me just get it up. So, so Friday night, you've got Geelong uh, Collingwood at the MCG. I think that makes it really interesting. I'm going I'm going Cats. Yeah, I back it. I'm also going the Cats. Yeah, yeah, I back it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. Oh, Northwest Coast? North. I'm going the Eagles. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think West Coast. You know they can't believe it. He can't believe it. <laughs> they have they have Nick Nat. <laughs> He's not playing Trav. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm not going north. I will say this was this was a tough one because I thought North they've got that new coaching thing which all clubs seem to have, but no, Eagles by fifty. A <laughs> <laughs> dead set. Yeah, all right. Port Brisbane. Brisbane. Nice reverse jinx from you there, James. <laughs> we can only really hope. I've bet on them yeah. three times this week, so. Well, you played terribly against Brisbane as well, so. Yeah, we, we like to go up by about four goals and then in the last quarter or two, let them, you know, kick six. And it is what it is. That is. Yeah. Are you Already going Brisbane or Port, Benny? Uh, my heart says Port, but I don't know. We haven't looked great like in preseason, and I think we'll take a little bit to get going this year. Like last so year, so Brizzy, five mate. Yeah, I'd go. Oh, that's man. that's pretty dog from you, Ben. How about you, Tran? Uh, I'm going Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's emotional hedging, okay? Yeah, I'm I'm back in Brisbane as well. They're just gonna be too strong. Right. Melbourne Bulldogs. Oh, Demons got Fritch, Salem. Anthony Tip and Woody. Viney's out as well. Yeah, and May. Stephen May. That's the biggest one. Yeah. Is Stephen May not playing? Yeah. That changes nothing. I'm going Melbourne. I'm going to go Melbourne, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than it should be. And I think especially because Melbourne's missing so much firepower. I can doggies, if they're going to beat them, they got to do it to that. Well, they got to do it round one because this is going to be a very depleted game. Yeah, the doggies are going to come out hard and fired up. I reckon they might just edge Melbourne out. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like it'll be a quite tight game. Yeah, I think um, it'd be really interesting. The um, the D's won't be able to double team English, um, with Lob there now. So, um, it'd be interesting to see how a really tall dog's forward line goes against a Demons back line without May. It it does make me a bit less confident in the Demons getting a win, but I think maybe I'll still back the Demons to to um to win this one. Gold Coast versus Sydney at the bank. 
I'm going Swan Doggies. Yeah, I'm going Sydney. Sydney. I really want to pick Gold Coast. Yeah, I, I, it's it's definitely a danger game for the Swannies, but I'm going that I'm going Swannies. Mm. I think the they're Swans, pretty tame. Yeah, I think the Swans would be keen to show everyone that um, they're better than what they produced in the grand final. And what everyone's but, predicted them to finish this year as well, I reckon. Not a lot of love. All right, GWS versus Adelaide. Crows. Crom. Crows. You can't all pick the Crows. I'm going to go with the Giants. There's, oh. there's still a, there's still a talented team. Come on, it can't be all a crow's clean sweep. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm kind of worried for this game actually. It'll be interesting to see how Kingsley, um, goes in his first um game in charge of GWS. So, then they're they're still a solid outfit. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to take the crows, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely confident in it. Hawthorne Essendon. I mean, other than the fact that who the fuck cares, I'm going the Bombers. Yeah, I'm going to go Bombers as well. Oh, nah, Hawks, Hawks. Yeah. Bombers just... I, I think I'll go Hawks as well. Essendon, my wooden spoon picks. Huh? <laughs> Got to get them started. Got to find yourself up. In their, um, in their practice game. So, But I, I think their midfield might just be a bit... Um, a bit too weak against a quite experienced um, Bombers lineup. So, now nah, a big John Newcomb game. It's going to win a lot of football. And Mitchell's got them playing somewhat decent. He's a good coach. So, with a, another full preseason under his belt, who knows? They could be coming out. They could be a surprise packet. Who knows? And in the the worst possible time slot to play, the four ten game on a Sunday, Green. St Kilda Dockers. Dockers. I won't be watching this game, but Dockers. I will no. not be watching it either. <laughs> game this round. How good is it? Footy's back. Yeah, how good. I'm I'm, I'm pumped. But nah, Dockers by 150. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, who, the Saints might not score any goals in this who's game. Who's playing up forward for Saints? Who's their, who's their big Exactly. Memory's He's got a goal of the year. out. out. King's out. Hayes is out. They've got absolute. They're in shambles. They've they've genuinely got no key forwards against one of the best defenses in the league. It is going to be a long ass game for scoops. Actually, a long season for scoops. Can we get him on to previews and Kilda? Yeah, he could be a could be a potential special guest, so might not slander his Great name. Friend of the much. pod. Yeah, he's he's a good friend of the pod. Actually, uh, we're not good friends with his pod though. We're his page. <laughs> it is, yeah. So I think I think yeah, that's done us for the tips, and it's something we're going to introduce on the Zahara cast is our is our multi of the week, uh, brought to you by Sam Rayner. All right, so everyone's uh, on the pod uh, tonight has picked a leg for the multi. So the first leg is it was picked by Anthony. It's Patrick Cripps to get the most disposals. Um, Chad's got bone on. So yeah, uh, you know, like you know, I 
I, I, I went on sports there, had a look at all the different things that were going on there. I had a look at the disposals one. And I was like, which name sounds the best? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. And then Ben's like, Ben was really against, Ben's like, it's definitely Tim Torino. But, you know, <laughs> all, the boy, all the other boys were backing me. So I was like, I'm going to stick with Patrick Crew. All right. The next leg was uh, Will's pick, Nick Blakey, to get 20 or more disposals. The lizard, it's gonna happen, guys. Just, just watch it. And then, uh, Ben's pick was the Bulldogs to beat Melbourne head to head. Yeah, I think there's a bit of value there. The doggies are paying two thirty six at the moment. Yeah. And Stephen May out. The rest of Melbourne's injuries. I don't know. I just, I just, I just get the feeling that dogs are gonna come out and hit them hard. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good year for the doggies. Maybe they've they've still got talent, and yeah, they're think, upgraded forward yeah. line. They're gonna be able to kick loads of goals. I think everyone forgets that they're still got guys like Bont, McRae, Bailey Smith, Trelaw. Norton. They've got one of the best rocks in the competition. The forward line is still, you know, they've still got some high quality forwards there. I think what they've got to figure out is that they need to have someone apart from Liam Jones playing fullback. They they need some help with the key defense. That's going to be what upsets. And he's been year, he's been out for a year as well, so exactly quite too much on him to come back and just instantly save them. Yeah. All right. So we have the next leg. James picked Jason Horn Francis twenty or more disposals on his debut. No more words need to be said. I told you he could be an all Australian. Nothing needs to be said. Two dollar odds, you'd be stupid not to put the house on it. Anyone, anyone going to that game? Yeah, yeah, I'm going. Gee, I'd love to. I got work though. Yeah. Gotta, gotta, gotta put food on the table somehow. Oh, uh, not... And then the last leg was I picked Brisbane to win head to head at a dollar eighty five against Port. I just think they'll be too good. The total so, multi. the total odds for the five-leg multi, $70.12. That yeah. is some value, lads. Get yeah. on that. Take out a mortgage and you own 70 houses. And that so- is that is facts from, from our man, James Edwards. This um, oh. bankrupt sports bet. Get is on that- it. Get on it, lads. That's a man who succeeded in his finance degree. I'm um, I'm absolutely a man who's succeeding in his finance degree. No, I'm telling you, you put the house on it, it cannot fail. This is as safe as an index fund. Is financial advice. I think. All right, I think that just about wraps it up. Yeah, wraps it up. Third episode of the Zahara Cast. Um, hope you enjoyed. I have. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. Thanks for showing up, Jed, after your ravioli. <laughs> waiting on you for that. Smash but... the ravioli down. That's some good. <laughs> so, from microwaves it again, so it was cold as well. I was eating fridge ravioli. Damn. That's some struggle meal right there. I'm, I'm on Struggle Street. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Dude, now I've got to do my marketing quiz. Go, go pump the iron. Trans already got his shirt off. You know what he's been doing today. <laughs>
That's just normal train activities, though. You know, whenever you, whenever I'm around you boys, some for some reason my shirt just comes off. That's because we, we right, I had to stay for that. I had to stay for that bit. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of the Zahara Cast, the best, first, and only David Zaharakis themed podcast.